Back here with another episode of the Draper Dialogues. I am, of course, DJ Draper. On today's program, it's part two of our two-part interview with the men known as the Renaissance Revolution, the Renaissance Ricky Noren, and the revolutionary Bill Williams. On today's portion of the interview, we talk with Ricky about how he came to launch the project known as the Live Pro Wrestling Show, which occurred twice now down in northeast Minneapolis at the Minsky Theater. I was honored to be part of that. We're going to talk about that and so much more. Here's part two with the Renaissance Revolution. Uh, shifting gears, uh, Ricky, this one is for you. Uh, you took on a little project here not too long ago uh, with Mr. Spalberg that uh, I was honored to be a part of the live pro wrestling show in Northeast Minneapolis that was certainly a ton of fun. Uh, talk a little bit about how that came to be and how you pulled that together. Well, the origins of that like really started, honestly, back when I was doing comedy, like, eight years ago we we would uh <laughs> it's funny we met, got a pool table and we cut off the legs and made a stage out of it and we were all a bunch of new open micers so we'd come over to my house and we do shows eventually that grew into like doing the renaissance review which is like i always want i wanted to do a comedy show based on wrestling ever since i started training and then from there it was kind of like oh people are kind of taken to this and then i uh, started collaborating with mr spielberg and eventually we kind of reached a conclusion like, you know, we got some ideas. Let's just try it out. So we found we found a great venue through my cousin, Jesse, a.k.a. Lyric LaRue. And we uh, decided, hey, you know, we'd like to run a wrestling show. And the people that were like, we don't know what wrestling is. We haven't seen it. And we're like, oh, OK, we'll check this out. And then uh, put everything together for a show was great. We decided to do another one. Yeah, it was really just kind of we just wanted to try it. But I appreciate that is uh, doing something different within this space, I think, is always uh, laudable. And I guess that doesn't necessarily include, in my point of view anyway, taking a weed whacker to your person. However, uh, when you're able to incorporate some fun things, some comedy, some music with the band, I think that was something really kind of groundbreaking. And I uh, hope we can see more of that. I'm here. Um, the, the Renaissance Revolution is a very successful band too. If you've ever heard our song "Kerosene," um, you can definitely find it on on my YouTube channel. I don't know if it's on yours too, Ricky, but yeah, if you, great, great jam, "Kerosene" by the Renaissance Revolution. It's it's, it's really a beautiful, beautiful smash it, smash it of 2019. Yes, if MTV still played music videos, I'm sure it would be in heavy rotation. And and Road, had, Warrior, Road Warrior Animal complimented me. I don't know if he told you, but he talked about how much he loved the song. He was, he was a really big fan of it. If, if this was back in the 80s, like we would walk out to that Tokyo Dome. Yeah. Uh, follow up to that question, Ricky. Uh, Cody on Twitter asks, what's the possibility of the live pro wrestling show going on the road when everything gets back to normal? Uh, taking it to other venues or you're thinking you're going to stick with Minsky? Well, we've had a really good relationship with Minsky so far, and we really enjoy the space. Uh, it, it, it really, the space there is a great feel, and since it's run by other uh, people that work in the burlesque community and things like that, we, we're kind of like kindred spirits. As far as going on the road, I, it's not, not what I'm looking at right now. Right now, it's kinda, I'm kind of focusing on what we can do there. 
because a lot of what we're doing is uh, my artistic ideas and uh, Spiel Terry Spielberg and his uh, experience with film. So we're creating this product where we're kind of taking all these things we've learned from other mediums, uh, a passion project, if you may. So as for now, I say our goal is to just keep doing what we're doing in Minneapolis. But who knows? I'm open to whatever happens with it. Question for you, Bill. Uh, how did you uh, decide to incorporate alcoholic seltzer water into both not just your persona, everyone knows you for it, but to actually use it as part of your in-ring repertoire? Usually the white well, claw variety. We see it with the Truly today. Yep. The, the hard seltzers, Bolo from Bah House. Ricky and I had a no-nose-while-drinking-bolos match at the last live pro wrestling show, Return to the Live Pro Wrestling Show, in which Excellent we were match. victorious over the Gentleman's Club, bunch of jerks. Um, bunch of Scotties, too. Oh, yeah. no. We all can agree we hate Scotties, right? Gross. But yeah, DJ, you know, I'm just, I'm one of those guys that like to throw a couple back, but, I, but I'm also a professional athlete, and so... If, if you want to, you know, scratch that itch, but still keep the lean, mean physique necessary to compete at a professional level, there's nothing like a nice 100-calorie hard seltzer in order to be able to enjoy both of your vices, that being drunkenness and violence. And um, when you see how well those things go together, I mean, why wouldn't you use a cool, refreshing hard seltzer to your advantage in the wrestling ring whenever it can give you one. As we've seen you utilize that, uh, do you call it, I believe, the slip and slide German suplex? Yep. The uh, the seltzer slip and slide. Yep. That usually involves um, Ricky, me tagging in Ricky. He dumps some seltzer on the mat with my disabled opponent hanging from the top between the top and second ropes, as he's creating the slippery surface with the seltzer, I'm hitting the ropes on the other side in order to slide under my opponent and give him a bam! Sliding German suplex. It's, it's really devastating stuff, DJ. We got a question here from Scott Breyers in Farmington, Massachusetts. We actually got this one via fax, which I think is kind of odd because we don't even advertise a fax number, but we've got it, and we're going to ask the question. Uh, hey, Big Cat Bill How many, Will, how many years ago did you send that? Big fan. Love the cats. Yo, Renaissance. Love the paintwork you create. Very nice. My question is toward mm -hmm. Big Cat. Hey, Big Cat, if you are all against the evils of capitalism, which I, all caps, am totally for BT-dubs, why do you consume a hard seltzer beverage that's produced by a subsidiary of a mega conglomerate and come out to a music track that's under the label of another mega conglomerate institution? He'll take his answer off the air. Love and respect the Renaissance Revolution. Your Y-O-U apostrophe R-E number one fan. <laughs> First of all, Scott, shut up. Second of all, any true revolutionary knows that in order to change the system, you need to work from within the system and use the tools of the system against it. So my example was that as an educator of young people, some people know that that's another thing that I do, I need to put gasoline into my car to be able to drive to and from the public school building that I work at every single day. 
by putting that gas in my car, I am technically giving my support to the oil conglomerates of the world. But once I put that gas in my car, I get to drive to the school building and brainwash young minds for eight hours a day, five days a week. And that is why revolutionaries use the system. They use the system to their advantage in their efforts to transform it. It's like those, you ever seen those pictures that pop up on your, on your feed where it's like a, a parasite bug where there's like a caterpillar and then the wasp puts the larva in the, in the caterpillar and eats it from the inside? That's what it is, basically. Exactly it. Write that down, Scott. Like an ethical parasite. Well, with Scott sending in questions via fax, we wonder when he will see this program airing on the World Wide Web. Yeah, this revolution would definitely not be televised because he doesn't even have a TV in his house. Talk about Scott. (laughs) Scott, he's been watching The Last Dance, except he's been watching the actual games because he's so behind the times of this fax machine. That's what Scott's doing. Yeah. You got a Jordan card, by the way, there, Ricky? Oh, yeah, hold on. Ah, uh, it's like here. Where did I put that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got that uh, background gimmick, which just... It's like a magic oh, yeah. trick, isn't it? Whoa. Whoa. Jimmy Sticks on the tweeters asks, what's the funniest thing you have seen in the locker room or at a show you were on? Now, I'm uh, maybe perhaps more of the old school that think some things that happen on the road should perhaps stay on the road. However, if there is anything AWF internet appropriate that either of you want to share to answer that question, take a crack. <laughs> well, there's things I will never share. But as we mentioned Cal Pro earlier, there was a time where he had a match against the young gun Riley Jackson. And there was a jar full of broken glass and cayenne pepper. Cal Pro grabbed the jar dropped it into the ring, and crop dusted the entire crowd with cayenne pepper. That doesn't seem very funny when I uh, heard Orrin Veidt tell the story and how it's like tear gas, and maybe that's not the right reference given what's going on right now. But uh, like that, the, the small venue with limited capacity was just gassed with this noxious spice. What's the humor in that? Well, it's a good seasoning, I guess. Nobody left. They, they watched the entire show and had a great time. Honestly, I feel like a lot of Midwesterners need to, like, up their palates a bit and enjoy things like sambal and Thai chilies and, hey, even cayenne pepper, as regular as it can be. It's very throw – it, throw it on your omelet. Don't be scared of spice. Really need to get my hands on some Thai chilies. It's been far too long since I've been into the St. Paul city limits where they have – Stores that actually sell those. Oh, yeah, and the restaurants are amazing. Back to tag team wrestling here in general. Do either of you have a dream tag team you would go against? One from the current era and one from any previous era. I'm going to give each of you a chance to answer this and wonder if you'll answer the same. Steiner Brothers. They were, they were my guys. I said I was a Bret Hart guy growing up. I was a Scott and Rick Steiner guy growing up. I'd love to take on the Steiner brothers if, uh, you know, we could get in a time machine and go back and, and take them on in their prime. I think we do pretty well, Rick. I don't know. Yeah. Well, are we talking what, – what era Steiner brothers? Oh, let's go 92, 
you know, when Scott would have had like the brown hair with the bangs and, you know, the one piece with the triangles. Oh, yeah. Right before they jump ship, right? Yeah. Yep. That's, that's tough. Um, let me think here for a second. Um, oh, yeah. Legion of Doom, for sure. As well as we get along with Animal. Yeah. I, I think just, uh, you know, a couple of, you know, local legends. Let's let's duke it out. Let's see what happens, you know. I would get special gear for that occasion. I would put spikes on my beret. I was Hawk for Halloween about six years ago. Mm-hmm. Road Warrior Hawk. So... I was I was Undertaker back in treachery. five years ago when I had long hair, like old school Undertaker. How about this? Us versus Hawk and the Undertaker. I love it. Let's do it. Let's how about, get it. Uh, how about current day? Any uh, two fellas that you would like to square off with that you haven't yet had the opportunity? No. There's several. Um, are we at risk of offending anyone, or what the hell's the deal here? No, he's old school. He likes people to tag in and tag out. I, you know, I would love, you know, I would love to have a match with the Bucks, the Young Bucks, because I feel like our styles contrast enough to where it would be challenging, but at the same time, you know, get the mist at the end. So the two of you here, uh, Bill, earlier you mentioned age as part of the equation. I don't know if this is going to play into this question here, but what goals do both of you have in the sport, either separately or together as a team? Ricky, we'll start with you. Well, I I don't have anything specific. I, I, I know that wrestling has enriched my life, and I enjoy it greatly. In the past three years have been great. I just wish to continue that and move forward go to new places, make more money, and just uh, in- enjoy my life as a wrestler. Bill, how about you? That sounds, that sounds like pretty much what I'm, what I'm looking to get out of this. I want to keep getting better. I want to keep finding more creative ways to be entertaining, whether that's through my promos or you know different in-ring moves and tactics that I've learned. I want to meet more people. I want to travel to more places. I want to be on some cool shows and I want to get back in the ring. I, I, I hope that, you know, we got to do what we got to do with this pandemic going around. I don't want, I don't want anyone to, you know, I don't want anyone's health to suffer um, because we get back to wrestling too soon. But I hope that we get to a place as a society where we can safely get back into the squared circle and, uh, and resume our wrestling careers. Mm-hmm. All right. Before we wrap this up, uh, each of you have a uh, social media presence you want to mention and or, uh, places where folks can check out uh, memorabilia with your likenesses. Yeah. Straight up. Uh, just go to Ricky Norn at, uh, Instagram, Twitter. My Facebook is uh, real Ricky Norn. And you can also check out my Pro Wrestling Tees store, prowrestlingtees.com slash Ricky Noor. Bill? I'm at Big Cat Bill Will, B-I-G-C-A-T-B-I-L-L-W-I-L-L. That's on Instagram. That's also on Twitter and Facebook. You can find me. Just search the revolutionary Bill Williams. I've got my online store pinned to the top of all my social media platforms. I run it through Squared. I run it myself. 
I got all my merch right upstairs above my head here, waiting to be shipped off to my adoring fans. So check out my website. Get yourself a revolutionary Bill Williams hat, maybe a sticker, maybe a T-shirt, maybe a Renaissance Revolution T-shirt. We've still got a couple of those left. So uh, we greatly appreciate your patronage if you're into the Renaissance Revolution. Bill, that almost reeks of capitalism, though. No, 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 no. Don't say that, DJ. Uh, any last it words? It all goes back to the people. It's complicated. Any final remarks before we let you two go? Oh, I miss you, Bill. I miss you, Rick. I, I hope you're you're back in the Twin Cities here soon, and we can do some social distancing in in your your front lawn. And and to anyone's watching this, I miss you guys too. And I, you know, if I appreciate you guys for keeping a hunger for local independent wrestling so much so that you know you're giving us a view during during this COVID-19 craziness so uh yeah mm -hmm. thanks for thanks for thinking of us because we're thinking about you guys too for watching our stuff like uh the lot pro wrestling show is on IWTV use the promo code it's fun and you can watch that I've got tons of local wrestling promotions a lot of great promotions from across the country to check out so we appreciate you still like actively watching wrestling not just wrestling, but I can say just as an internet geek, I appreciate the stuff you're putting out there with your videos, Ricky. Some very, very entertaining stuff that I enjoy that uh, plays into some of our current climate here that I think a lot of other folks enjoy as well. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I feel like I have a platform to say certain things for the betterment of uh, people around me, especially being a resident of Minneapolis. And uh, I enjoy doing that. All right. Well, you two, thank you so much for taking some time to spend with me and the fans here on Facebook land. You two both be well, and we hope to see you inside the ring in the very, very near future. Thanks for having us, Deech. Well, there it is. The Renaissance Revolution, their appearance, took two parts to hear everything that goes through the minds of these two up-and-comers within the sport of professional wrestling really enjoyed having them on the program and certainly will enjoy seeing them continue to grow in the sport once we finally get back up and running when it's safe to do so. Next up, it's another two-part interview with Chadwick Wentworth III. You might remember him from earlier days in the AWF as the Black Stallion, former AWF champion, in fact, managed by yours truly. Got to hear some of his background in the sport, his deep, deep background, going back about 20 years now. We hope you'll tune in for that. That's next up on the Draper Dialogues podcast. Take care, everyone. So long.